This is uh, your host, Evangelist Dolores Williams of One Step Beyond Today with the Creator. And uh, quickly, I would like to uh, bring to light uh, the last um, recording I made. I had said that uh, I believe it was um, that Lazarus was in the womb, but Lazarus was in the bosom of Abraham. And uh, so with that, I corrected that. So let's move on to the episode uh, tonight. Uh, this is a Psalms of thank of thankfulness. And it gives us um, some inspiration of how the Lord breaks the chains of uh, spiritual addictions. And uh, the directional theme tonight is coming from Psalms 107. You see, the Lord is said to gather the redeemed from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. And those are in verses 2 and 3. Following this, the next four sections address individuals who wandered in desert wastes. They sat in darkness and gloom. They were sick through their sinful ways and went down to the sea in ships. Those are verses 4, 10, 17, and 23. You see, the overall outlined of this psalm is a historical story being told of a God who accomplishes wonderful works through the Israelites, his chosen people, and have proved faithful, faithless unto the Lord. In fact, an acts of infidelity was most likely, and this psalm was most likely written around the time of the increase of union among the Jewish people during the reign of King David. But we begin with uh, the, the, the psalms, and um, it is, like I said, it's a psalm of thanksgiving. It's uh, the uh, 107th division of psalms, uh, the ninth through the 16th verse. And the author seems to be anonymous in the psalms. But I will read it and it's um, from the verses that I've given you. For he satisfieth the longing soul, and filled the hungry soul with goodness, such as sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God, and contended the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass, and cut 
the bars of iron in sunder. That, my friends, is a good thing to know tonight in the world that we're living in, that God is always there. Even though uh, this was to his chosen people, these psalms can be driven in a, a modern day vehicle and be used in our modern day life. You see that Bible is uh, it's, it's a reflection, it's a reflecting mirror of how we can go to the Lord with any addiction and we will see the law of action, the law of promise of God. You see, as we have read different Psalms, I'm sure, we have visit, visited real life moans through the lives and events of the roles of those who depended solely upon the mercy and the grace of the Almighty. In previous articles, we see the power of intervention by God to act was and yet is. You see, an action in route two, we always see in the word of God that the almighty sovereign father, when he's answering and when he's hoovering over his people, he is always reflected in an action in route two, a release of, a deliverance from, and an act of supremacy by the people who are obeying him. You see, when God moves, heaven moves. It's the Trinity. The Trinity moves. We have not one power that is working for us, but we have the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And there is nothing in the earth, there is nothing in the spiritual realm that can stop him. You see, we must realize what we have when we have the 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 have been given the passport to enter boldly to the throne, but we must enter humbly through the throne. You see. Every person, place, or thing that is acting in a conflicting opposition against an almighty sovereign order or law or rule, this they can look to have an encounter. And see, God, will uh, he doesn't force himself on anyone. There's the word again, choice. And choice brings consequence. But today, in this world that we're living, we all fall short. It is a growing process to becoming the children of God. And and being in a place of obedience, it it makes the the mortal qualifies who has been set aside to edify the announcement that God is giving us, that the announcement could be the purpose of which we are born, that someone better, bigger, stronger, and wiser, and if we obey to that point of receiving an inheritance of the kingdom of heaven, that is Jesus. 
we have Jesus. He to some, he's bread on the table. To others, he's a light bill or a utility bill being paid. And to some, he's the one that comes into the IC unit in the hospital with such wonderful bed manners. And he's a healer. He's everything to us. And we must learn how to give thanks to the chain breaker. He's a spiritual iron man. And he raised, he can raise the dead. He can deliver. He's a fire insurer. And he's a life regulator and much more. You see, here we find him acting in in an act of intervening in Isaiah 54 11 in the King James uh, uh, version 20, uh, 21st century version what I read to you came from the King James version uh, and it re- Isaiah 55 and 11 reads so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. What exactly does that mean? Simply, that God is never an injured party. He is never a victim of an ensnaring trap. He is never a victim of a lay ambush of surprise or his will. You see his self in himself of himself is always there and his will will be meaning he is uncontainable. He is freedom and his spoken words are always creating, living, accomplishing and ever fulfilling and obeying until it is complete and well done. I'd like to ask you a question tonight. How are we doing in the well done done department? Think about that. How are we doing in the department of obedience? You see, some A lot of times, mortals can tie the Lord's hand behind his back spiritually. That's meaning that he wants to act for us, but we we just can't live any kind of way, you know, and expect the Lord to act for us. I mean, to act for us like he did for the people in the ancient of days. That's what I get Every time that I get a light bulb revelation, you see, this is a real opportunity with uh, Spotify. It's a real deal. It's a real thing. You're hearing from those hearts and what comes from the heart, uh, you know, reaches the heart. And that is the thing that we should focus on. You know, we're living in a time when he's calling us to quickly come. The, interven- the, 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 the intervener of all our complications, of all the things that we're facing, let us go to the throne and 
calls our Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, how can we lose with the three, the Trinity, three powers? And you know, Satan, he wants he wants to make us think that he's got all power, but he doesn't. He's only an agent of the Lord. He's an agent of the Lord, and he owns nothing. He don't even own hell. Hell was created for him and the fallen angels, and the Lord gave him an eternal home. And pretty soon, like I say, he's going to be arrested. But 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 let's get back to the uh, point here. Isaiah 40, 22, listen to what it says. It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretch out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in. This is the power of our Heavenly Father. This is the power. And then the abled, he's an abled iron cutter. He cuts iron with his words. Jesus is the freedom walker who holds the keys to all doors of our universe and heaven and eternity. Wow. Amen. You see, then we look at him as an intersection of discipline. He's a, he's a father. He's, he's, a, he's a maternal and eternal parent. And what he is trying to convey to those listeners today, we have lived our life, and 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 surely many, uh, maybe all of us, you know, I'm quite sure we have. We've lived it the way that we wanted to live it. We haven't always been the one that's sitting at uh, at, at the throne and 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 listening to what the Lord is saying, but some. Some incident, incident or some experience in our life reminded us that we need a Savior. We need a Savior. And we need to understand what sin is. You see, I've experienced life. And I'm uh, in uh, next April, I will be 70 years old. And I'm full of testimonies. And it behooves my, at me to share what I have learned. And, and I pray so hard for those who are listening. And I pray so hard that they will win. That, you know, you got, you, you got a battle axe that's fighting for us. You see, sin is a brutal laborer. It is a spiritual gulf intersection intersecting with a spiritual force, imprisoning the mind and the body and the soul to hard labor with only the dividends of physical death and spiritual death. Get that. I would say that again. Sin is a brutal laborer. It is a spiritual gulf intersecting with a spiritual force imprisoning the mind, the body, and the soul to hard labor with only the dividends of physical death and spiritual death. And thank God that we have a mighty judge. We have a mighty, mighty, mighty sovereign 
sphere, the heavenly sphere, and with holy angels that can protect us. And again, as I said, the Lord said, "Do another podcast and let them know that I'm a chain breaker. I can break asunder every chain, and this is what I call this." When I was a writer in the church that I used to belong to, he has broken the chains. He's already delivered us, no matter what your Egypt is. He has already made a way, and he's broken that chain. He's waiting on us to realize that the power of choice bringeth forth consequences. We cannot escape the consequences of our choices. And tonight, again, I come forth from the heart. I come forth with the urgent cry. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come to the throne and reason with him. Come to the throne and confess Come to the throne and repent. You see, sin is a brutal laborer. There is one, there's only two dividends that it can give you. You know, we work on our job for a paycheck. And we work hard on that job for a paycheck. And we work hard for a promotion. And at the end of that week, maybe a weekly pay or uh, a semi-weekly every two weeks, you get your check. Everyone is going to get what they work for. But (laughs) the payment is going to be a lot more severe in an eternal place. And I want to do a podcast on, uh, you know, believers what that really means to be a believer. But tonight, I'm going to make it short, sweet, and brief. This is real. We are in the real with these podcasts. We're in the real. The things that are not being taught and haven't been taught in many of these churches. And it's an urgency in my spirit It's an urgency in my soul that if he allows us to go back in these houses, we can't go back and do the same old thing. People are worshiping man. We thank God for those ministers and those pastors that live the life, truly live the life. And at the end of the day when the lights are off, the musicians have left and the doors are locked, they still remain whole and healthy and spiritually set aside. But it doesn't go for everyone. We have seen in the world of mega churches, those that were over mega churches and, and, and some of the things that they were doing in the church and would get up each Sunday morning like a man of God, we must ask what God? 
We must learn to have clarity of who we're speaking to and who's standing before us. Well, the Lord says, I've done my uh, duty tonight. I pray for you all, and I ask that you all, every t- I may make errors, but I, I, I'm real. I'm real because I take this to heart. It is a heart and soul thing with me. I'm serious about souls. And I pray that those that are listening to the podcast, that you're getting something out of it and that, you know, the blessings will fall upon your house and the holy angels will sit up on your roof protecting you to protecting the vehicle that you drive each day to work and uh, being able to uh, give you a, a, a mind to hear him, that he speaks to you, that you listen to him and you become acquainted with his sweet, soft voice. And with that, I'll say good night. May God bless you. May he keep you. May you come up under the, the, the protective wing, uh, protection and, of the refuge that he offers up under his wings. Kiss someone, call someone, and don't forget to hug your children. Until we meet again, in Jesus' name, amen.